Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple-Bodley. Another deep dive into perspective in this episode. It's really all about perspective, and we're starting to learn that uh, our choices, decisions, and possible actions come from the perspective we're choosing. If we choose a limited perspective, we're going to have a limited range of possible choices, decisions, and actions, and we'll act on one of those things. If we can raise our perspective before we act, we can uh, elicit a whole new range of much higher vibrational choices, decisions, and actions. And this will lead us further along our journey of self-discovery. Um, the more inspiration will lead us to what we want. All kinds of things will happen from that. So the idea here is to think about your perspective, who you think you are in any moment, and then see if you can reach for a higher perspective that feels true to you. You can't go above the truth or your belief system. And uh, it's just a practice we're going to start to engage in. So. Uh, in this episode, Joshua really talks about perspective and how this all relates to the questions that people are asking. The last question, you can see something really interesting here. Uh, it's about seasonal allergies, and there's a lot of cool stuff that happens in that last question. So listen all the way to the end. Before we start, remember to like and subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends, leave a review. That's really helpful. On the website, there are free meditations you can download. There's also the uh, audiobook, A Perception of Reality. And if you ever want to contact me with anything, uh, any questions that you might have, send an email to garybodley at gmail.com. All right, without any further ado, let's get going. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. So we would love to continue our conversation about perspective because we think that when you understand how perspective influences or actually creates everything that happens in your reality, you'll start to see that it isn't the choices you make, it's not the decisions, it's not the this, that, or the other thing that you can choose among. It's that you're being led step by step and it's based in the perspective that you have about yourself in the moment in that area of your life, whatever it has to do. You choose a perspective. You don't think you're choosing a perspective. You think that it just is what it is. But in actuality, you have absolute freedom of choice over the perspective that you choose in every moment. And in the simplest illustration of this, if you perceive yourself to be a victim, believing that outside conditions can make you feel something, when you go into any event or any experience, you are looking at it from the most limited perspective. And then the choices and decisions and, and actions that are available to you are simply the vibrational match to that perspective. You think you're choosing from among several choices and, and opting for one thing over the other, but they're all basically the same choice. There aren't any decisions to be made. You will take some action or not take some action. And either way, you are moved along that journey based on the perspective and nothing else. The choices don't matter. Now, this is an interesting thing to think about because in your understanding of how this reality works, you think that you have a certain amount of choices available to you. And you think that you can freely pick among those choices. But if the choices are all a vibrational match to the perspective that you're choosing in the moment, well, what choice do you really have? You have to understand that the thoughts and ideas that come to you based on any perspective are a narrow range based on the vibration of that perspective. And that perspective is actually the vibration of you in your mindset or your mental construct about who you think you are in that moment and how you think things should unfold, your beliefs and expectations and attachments to outcomes and preferences and all those things. This seems like you don't have any free will, but in actuality, the free will comes with that perspective. And so let's imagine now that 
you choose to perceive yourself as the creator of your reality. And you say, okay, well, Joshua Live is coming up soon, so I can attend that or I can do something else or I can do something else. Well, the basic framework of this perception of yourself in the moment is you're the creator of your reality. What that means to you will determine the thoughts and ideas that come. And so you might have the inspiration to join Joshua Live or the inspiration to go walk your dog. For you in the moment, either way is fine. Either way is the same outcome. It's the outcome of maybe thinking a little bit differently about what you're doing or how your life's going or who you think you are in that sense. And so whether you walk your dog or listen to Joshua Live, it doesn't matter. It's going to elicit the same probability of outcomes. And so all that is really taking place here is how you choose to see yourself. If you choose to see yourself as good and capable and free and in joy and expressing your love and here on journey of self-discovery, well, that's a relatively high perspective. Now, is that the perspective of your inner self? Well, there's a gap there and that's okay. The idea is not to come to the perspective that your inner self would have living your life here. The idea is to come to the highest perspective that you can possibly reach at the moment. And that perspective, the highest that you can reach is the highest that is believable to you in the moment. If you go beyond your beliefs, it's not going to work. It's just a form of control. It isn't going to make it any better. You want to come to the highest perspective that you actually believe. That's the jumping off point for any new experience that you have. So if you are thinking about yourself in these terms and you're intellectually understanding how it works and you're saying, okay, well, I want to see myself in the highest perspective. I'm going to have lunch with a friend. I want to have lunch. I like being with this person. Do I really need to see myself as the creator of my reality in this case? No, you could just have fun with it. And so this idea of having fun is a simple high perspective that you could attain because you've all had fun. You all understand that you are with the ability to choose to have fun in the moment. You can focus on your friend and focus on the conversation and let go of any of the stuff that might be in the back of your mind that you have to do later on or that might be irritating, whatever that is. And you can focus your energy on the conversation with the friend. And in that, you will get everything that you need to have this fun adventure with your friend. You will get new inspiration, you'll get new words and ideas, your friend will get inspiration, and you'll have this ability to interact with the friend at the highest level that you've ever done. That is all happening in the moment. Now, while you're in that conversation, you're getting inspiration all the time, it's flowing to you. And so, if you're having the perspective that you really are having fun with your friend, you're going to have these great ideas for topics of conversation and great stories that you'll just happen to remember that you hadn't thought about in years. And you'll make the other person laugh and they'll make you laugh and everything will work out smoothly and easily. But if you're thinking about the future, what you have to do after lunch or who's going to buy the lunch or when will you see this person again? Well, you can see that a little bit of a limited perspective drops in there. And now there's certain things you could talk about and certain ideas and certain thoughts that will come to you based in that limited perspective. This idea of perspective then says that no matter where you're going, how you see yourself is going to attract thoughts, ideas, possible actions based in that singular perspective. 
no matter what is happening, that perspective is going to move you along. You're going to make a choice. You're going to take an action. You're going to make a decision. You might think that those choices and decisions will affect other outcomes, but because all of the choices, ideas, and thoughts that are coming to you are based in the vibration of that perspective, the range of possible outcomes is so close that no matter what decision you make, it's going to affect a very similar, if not identical outcome based on the probability of what's happening there. You don't need to worry about choice A compared to choice B, which is better. Either one is going to land you in the same place. Either one is going to give you the same outcome. Either one is going to give you a very similar experience. Now, it may not be a similar experience in what's actually happening. If you said, should I go bowling or should I go play pool? Those are two different activities. And so you will find yourself in a different in physical environment if you're playing pool compared to going bowling. But the vibrational experience of it, of who you are and what you, who you interact with and, and the amount of fun that you have will be very similar, if not identical, in the vibrational part of it. So the choices, therefore, don't really matter. It's the perspective that matters. Always think about that perspective. Always think about who you truly are, who you are in the non-physical as represented by who you are in the physical. Always think about why am I here? I'm here on a journey of self-discovery. What do I truly want? I truly want to express my love. I truly want to connect more to everything and everyone in my reality. I truly want to experience true freedom and abundance. I truly want to go on this journey of self-discovery. I truly am the creator of my reality, even though I don't exactly know how this whole system works. I truly am interested in discovering who I am through my interactions and experiences, and that I truly understand I'm guided in every step. That perspective will lead to enhanced levels of self-discovery. That's what you want, and that's how it works. If you are choosing the limited perspective, thinking yourself as a victim in any moment, feeling sorry for yourself, feeling as if things aren't working out, well, you'll have a narrow range of limited possibilities. Those limited possibilities seem like decisions and choices, and you think that's where your free will is. The free will is not that at all. Always stop to think about the perspective that you're choosing before the ideas and everything that's coming to you. Now, if those ideas and thoughts and possible actions are coming to you, don't feel very high vibrational to you, then you can stop and you can reconsider your perspective. You can alter that perspective. That's your power in the moment. And when you consistently do this, you'll find yourself experiencing things at a higher level. After the experience, you will have another perspective. When you look back on the experience, you have to also judge that from the highest perspective possible that's believable to you. So you have an experience and you say, in the past you might have said, well, that thing happened to me. And now you will say, well, that thing happened for me. Just that simple way of looking at it, you can tell immediately one perspective is limited, one perspective is much higher. So you have this perspective, you have an experience, and you have another perspective. That another perspective then is the jumping off point for new thoughts and ideas, new possible actions. At every point in this process, you have the ability to look forward from a higher perspective and look backwards from a higher perspective. You are constantly modulating your perspective throughout the day. If you can think about this in more empowering terms, think about this in having more fun, more enjoyment, more satisfaction, 
not to get anything done, not caring about any specific outcome, not attached to any ideals, you'll start to feel more inspiration come. And the more inspiration is a factor of looking at yourself from this higher perspective. The limited perspective, you're going to get a lot of urges. You'll get some inspiration there as well, but it will be a sort of a muted inspiration, not really as impactful as it could be. Start looking at yourself from the higher perspective, you'll start to get a lot of really powerful inspiration. And in the weeks to come, we will talk more about the inspiration that comes from this higher perspective. But for now, we're excited to talk about anything you'd like to talk about. Who would like to start? Harold. I'm reading your book currently, and it's very interesting to me. There is uh, somewhere is uh, uh, the ability to let money uh, come into your life. And I wasn't particularly interested. Of course, I am. But uh, I was not reading the book for that. But there was a list of beliefs. And does, uh, it, it mentioned the book. If you can believe all those things, then the money will flow into your life. And I was looking at those subjects. And there was only one that's really tripping me off. And that is, I can do, be, and have anything I want. And there are two reasons why I have difficulties believing it. And that is, one, bodily conditions. We are getting older anyway. And two is, when I want to create something and somebody else is involved in my creation, they have their own creation powers as well. When it's intersex and we want different things, then, yeah, how, how can I create for, for someone else? And on top of that all, I've made more room inside of myself. I uh, Two weeks ago or so, I uh, managed to process uh, a limiting belief regarding my children. And now I can see them in a different light. I can see them, I have more room inside, as when they were very young. And somehow I can see them in two different ways. When they were young, a very fresh, nice, tingling energy. And I can see them as I used to see them in my head now. I have two perspectives. How is that? So a very complex question. Okay, very good. Let's start with the fact that you have more room inside of you. Inside of you is infinite. You couldn't possibly fill it up. So you have the capacity for any perspective you want, any perspective at all. You could have the capacity for the most limited perspective, thinking of yourself as a victim, all these things are happening to you. Why don't I have more money? Why don't my kids call me? Why are all these things going wrong? Limited perspective that exists within you. You have the capacity to choose that perspective. You have the capacity to choose a perspective that you can be, have, and do anything in this reality. You could have the idea that your mental construct somehow is enveloping the experience that you're having. So when you have an experience and you were taught that things should be like this, you will adopt this perspective that, oh yeah, that's how things are. But as you know, as you've learned more about the mechanism of physical reality, you're existing in your own universe. This universe consists of everything that you know and see and perceive in your reality. So you have a house, you have relationships, you have an education, you have employment, you have a bank account, you have all these things. You tend to believe that those things are all outside of you and there's nothing much you can do to affect them. Of course, you could get a can of paint and you could paint your walls, but generally you can't change the people in your life. You understand that. However, all those people in your life, all the aspects of your reality are in fact you. 
It's your relationship, your perception of yourself in context with each thing. So if you thought you lived in the most wonderful house in the history of the world, you would be perceiving a creation that you made as wonderful. I can be, have, and do anything. I created this house that I live in. It's absolutely perfect for me. I love, every, I love the town. I love the rooms. I love the decoration. I love every aspect of this. Now, from that, from that acceptance of that house, you will get inspiration. Okay, inspiration. Maybe we will paint this room. Maybe we will remodel the kitchen, whatever it is. And as you see yourself from the perspective of the creator of this house, even though it seems like someone else built it, it was actually inspired to be yours at some point, you limit yourself in this idea that things are solid, things are real, things have to go by certain rules, all dictated from a belief system that you've created since the time you were born. Now, when you were a baby, you didn't have these contextual relationships with anything. And this is why you can't remember the time as a baby, because you had no context. You didn't know what a crib was. You didn't know who really your mother was. You just thought it was some nice lady that came along and fed you here and there. You felt mm -hmm. love for her, but you would have felt love for anyone. You didn't really fill it in with the context of it. So you had to learn all this context. You had to learn what a tree was and, and what your city is called and, and your alphabet and all these things. And so you learned all these things that you thought were real and unchanging that you had no control over. The truth is that everything is formed by your perception of it. So it's your unique perception of reality and no one sees anything the way you see it. No one feels anything the way you feel it. No one has ever had any experiences, experiences remotely like yours. No one has ever chosen the perspectives you choose in each and every moment. It's all brand new. See, this mechanism of physical reality is designed for the new. It wouldn't make sense if there were redundant experiences. Every experience is new. Every perception of reality is new. And it's added to the rich context of all that is. It's a form of learning and growing and expanding in knowledge. So your life is one of learning and growing and expanding in knowledge. You start with this perception of who you are, and that perception can then be expanded. You might say, well, I'm a father, I'm single, I have this job, I have this amount of income, I live in this city, I have this education, I have this bank account, I have this age, I have this body. And it's all your beliefs about that, your perspective of that. If your perspective is limited, you have a limited range of thoughts that can come in. You can still be, have, and do anything, but now that be, having, and doing anything is limited because of your perception or your perspective of what you're capable of, what's possible for you, what you believe about yourself, what you believe is possible. You don't have to go anywhere else than that. All you have to do is say, you know what? I could expand this belief system, this mental construct of who I am. I can start to believe that I am more than this physical body. I can notice that I have certain thoughts and I can start to pay more attention to the thoughts. Why am I thinking this is bad or wrong? Why am I thinking this is good or right? Why do I have this desire? Why do I have these preferences, these attachment to outcomes, these ideals? Why? Because I want to feel something.
I want to feel something differently than I feel now. I want to improve that feeling. Why do I want to improve that feeling? Because I don't like the feelings associated with all the things I don't like. So you are led then, step by step, to information such as this that says that you can choose to perceive yourself any way you want to perceive yourself. Nothing is written in stone. And if you can choose a perspective that's more elevated than your previous perspectives, you're going to get inspiration and ideas and thoughts that feel better than previous ones. Does that mean that you'll suddenly become a billionaire? If that's part of this journey for you, then why not? Does that mean that you can suddenly move to anywhere in the world? If that's part of the journey, why not? If it's not part of the journey though, who cares? Who cares unless it's part of this journey of self-discovery? Because in essence, you're expanding your idea of who you are or your perspective about who you are. Now that perspective overall is a vibration that's then emitted and you get feedback from your reality. Let's say that you perceive yourself to be a terrible father and you say that the proof of this is X, Y, and Z and that other people would agree with you and other people may have even commented on. And then you start to say, well, no, no. I'm having this experience with these children in a different way. I'm learning to understand who I am. And this will be for the benefit of them because if I can accept them as they are without any, needing any structure that society says is appropriate, if I can just be more authentic as an example to them, wouldn't this be the best possible way to be a father? So suddenly you raise your perspective of fatherhood right there. Now that perspective of fatherhood certainly feels better and comes with it a new set of ideas, thoughts, and possible actions. That inspiration flows in that's leading you to investigate this idea of what it is to really be a inspiring father or a father who is actually doing something of benefit for their children rather than paying for things or being there or telling them what to do, you see? So the old mental construct was of what a father was and a new mental construct is a much more empowering way and a higher perspective to look at yourself and with that come new ideas. Now, having this idea of being, doing, or having anything is the change in that mental construct or that change in perspective about yourself. Because when you change that perspective, you open up brand new possible thoughts, ideas, and actions. Actions and thoughts and ideas that were not available to you at lower or more limited perspectives. So it's not about snapping your fingers and getting what you want because suddenly you are, you are learning this stuff and learning how the universe works. It's about seeing yourself from this higher perspective as worthy, as good, as on a journey of self-discovery, as eternal, as a limitless being of love as one expressing love. If you could perceive yourself as you are in the non-physical, the power that is you, the wisdom, the strength, the knowing that you have, well, you would have such a high perspective that every single thought that came to you would be so inspired that the fear would be irrelevant and you would just act in tandem with that inspiration. And then everything that manifested along those lines, you would say, oh, this is a miracle. This is incredible. This is wonderful. This is beyond anything I could imagine. 
But what you want is to come from where you are now to a slightly higher perspective tomorrow. And then take that perspective and say, well, can I elevate that a little bit within my belief system? Can I alter these beliefs? Can I work process the limiting beliefs? Can I, can I enhance my empowering beliefs? Can I just change that perspective so that it is more true to who I am, more authentic? Well, sometimes you can. Sometimes you can. Sometimes you can't. It all depends on where the fear is and where you think you want to go and where you are distracted by preferences and ideals, attachments to outcome. But if you can make a little game of this to say, well, I can be, have, and do anything. That's the foundation. That's a high perspective. I don't know exactly what I want. I don't know exactly how to manifest it all. But I'm going to take a look at everything in my life from this higher perspective. Nothing is happening to me. It's all happening for me. Nothing is wrong or imperfect about me in any way. Nothing's imperfect about my life. Nothing's imperfect about my past. Everything has worked out perfectly. I just couldn't see it from the highest perspective. So now I'm endeavoring to look at everything from this higher perspective. Everything is right. Everything is good. Everything is perfect. Everything is where it should be in this moment. And I accept that as it is in this moment. And then I will think about myself in my reality from as high of a perspective as I can believe. Then I will receive thoughts, ideas, inspiration, what have you, choices, and I'll look at that and I'll say, is that really the highest perspective? Or could I go up just an inch, just a little bit more? Is there any wobble in those thoughts, ideas, and actions? And if there is, you could say, okay, well, let's just take a breather. Let's just think about it a bit. And let's just go for a little bit higher and play with that. And then you have the experience and you look back at the experience and you say, that wasn't really what I was expecting, but I can sort of see how this is leading me to an even higher perspective in the future. I can sort of see how this experience helped me discover something about myself. And I can sort of realize that after all, I'm only here on a journey of self-discovery. That's it. That's all I'm here for. So I'm going to play with this idea of perspective. And in that perspective, I will be led to everything I truly want. Everything I truly want from this higher perspective, which is just another higher perspective. That's the end game. Getting from one perspective to another perspective, slowly evolving that so that it's moving towards who you truly are, towards more authenticity. And then just letting go of all these things you think you want because they're based in this mental construct of the programming of society. That's it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It doesn't matter what standards or benchmarks people use to judge you by. It doesn't matter. They're nowhere near where you are. They have no clue that it's all about perspective. They have no way of altering that perspective. They just think what they think. That's all they're doing. They're not living this life on this journey of self-discovery by choosing their perspective. Does that make sense? Yes, I got it on the way. The only uh, one who is holding me back is me, myself. I could have everything, I would think about it differently. But our vibration is holding me here. And you're not even holding yourself back. What you're doing is you're just choosing a perspective that feels right to you in the moment. And you're choosing that perspective because that's where your belief system is. That's the experiences you've had in the past. 
But something about that has led you to this information. Something about that has caused you to find something that now can actually be engaged with to experiment. What if I rethought the way I thought about fatherhood? What if I changed that definition? What if I changed the definition of financial abundance? Financial abundance, not having $10 million in the bank, but having everything you need to do whatever you need in the moment. What if I change my definition of freedom? Not being able to do anything I want to do in the, at any time, but having the freedom to make any choice or choose any perspective. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were to give someone the freedom or the choice to say, you can have this idea of freedom, which is to make any choice you want to make at any time you want to make, it wouldn't make sense to them. They'd be overwhelmed. It wouldn't matter anyway because it would just fall along the lines of whatever perspective they're choosing. But if you told someone, here's how freedom works, you have the freedom to choose how you perceive yourself. And if you choose to perceive yourself from a higher perspective as the creator of your reality, that you can be, have, and do anything, that there's nothing off limits, that it all boils down to how you think you are in this situation, and that you can elevate that over time with practice, that's true freedom. And if you choose victimhood, you have the freedom to choose that as well. You choose victimhood, you have a certain narrow band of ideas, thoughts, and possible actions at this more limited area. You choose to see yourself as the creator of your reality, you have a narrow band of thoughts, actions, and possible choices at this higher vibrational area. You're going to choose one of those thoughts, actions, it's going to lead to some outcome, but because you're looking at yourself from a higher perspective, the outcome is more aligned with who you truly are. It's going to be more satisfying, more enjoyable, more fun, more joyous, all that stuff. And it's going to lead you to other elevated ideas about who you are. Because on a journey of self-discovery, every experience gives you information about either who you truly are or who you're not. You start to put these things together. Oh, I actually am the creator of my reality. Oh, I actually create based on my perspective, not my choices. Oh, that means I really didn't have any choices before because I wasn't choosing the perspective. Oh, that means that if I look back, like Gary might look back and say, he could have made different choices during 2008 housing crisis that would have saved him the money. He wouldn't have lost the money. But no, he had to make those choices because that was the perspective he had. He didn't have any choice. And look where it led him. It led him here, and he wouldn't want to be anywhere else in the world than here right now. You look back and you say, oh, I made a bad choice. No, you didn't. You made the only choice that was available to you. You think there were others, but there were not because your perspective was at a vibrational level that only attracted that choice or choices similar to that. Excellent question. Who's next? I'd like to go. Please. Um, (laughs) My life has taken a definite uh, left turn in the past. Oh, our left turns, good turns? Good turns because I'm left-handed, so they'd have to be good turns. Yes. So um, I have to say uh, what was so um, wonderful about all of it was last week there was no Joshua live 
on whatever day that I think it was on Tuesday. And so I reached out to Serena, who was my buddy from the self-discovery course that I was in a few courses back. And um, we started talking again about my job. (laughs) And um, I and I am actually interested in your perspective about this because I had this all of a sudden I had this moment where I realized that my limiting belief was that I was afraid. And we were just texting back and forth. And I just wrote, I'm afraid to quit. And everything else fell away, which was so cool. Like any wrong making that I had about my job was gone. And all that I was present to was how amazing it was for the time that I'd been doing it for the past three years and just how it all came to be in the first place. And then everything that I was making wrong about myself in my inability to make decisions and to hear inspiration and all of these different things, that fell away as well. And I was left with, I'm just afraid. And in that moment, I went, wow, all there is to do is step through fear, like just push through fear, like like you say, and then the next steps will be revealed to you. And so later that day, I set up to, to quit my job. I texted my HR person and my manager to see if I could talk to them. And <laughs> They were both busy. And I thought, oh, my first in the past, I would have thought, oh, that's a sign you shouldn't. But I actually looked at it from a different perspective. And that was um, be certain be certain and come from alignment when you're going to have this conversation. So the next morning I called my boss and I had, or my manager and I had this awesome conversation with her. And I, I mean, I literally just said, I resign. And it was, I felt so empowered in my conversations with her. Then moving forward, I wasn't afraid to call people and talk to them. Like I normally would be in the past. Like I'd have to apologize or make them feel better and I just, I, I look back and go, wow, like, why did it take so long to get to that point? <laughs> you had to align your perspective with this fear. The fear was the obstacle in this choice. And we'll say that just for conversation's sake, that this was an inspired idea. What is next for you after this? You can't imagine, you can't know, it's not possible. But your overall sense is that you are the creator of this reality, but because there's a limiting belief about that, the human side of you says, well, I better have all my ducks in a row. I better have everything squared away. I better have money saved, I better have all these things. If you're here on a journey of self-discovery and that job has provided what it's going to provide and you're ready to move to the next level, you're going to have to overcome this obstacle of fear about what's next. Now, if you had the perception of yourself as the creator of your reality, you would simply get the inspiration, take the action, go on to the next thing without needing to know. That's not really how it works because you have this mental construct of all types of things. Income, being a good person, making sure you're responsible, leaving two weeks notice, all this stuff. So. In case you need to get another job, that you'll have a good resume and all this stuff and everything has to lead. All constructs that are coming from a society based in fear. But that's fine because you get to play with this and you get to play with this obstacle. And then you have this experience 
where suddenly you push past the fear and everything was easy. There was no people complaining that you did the wrong thing or calling you unresponsible or, or what are you going to do next? No, you got to that level where you said, I am comfortable finally by pushing past this fear. Until then, the fear was too much. If you could understand that, the fear, this obstacle, the actual having the conversation or the actual moving out of the job and not knowing what's coming next, that's what you want. You want to do these things where you're putting yourself out there in faith that nothing bad can ever happen to you. If you perceive yourself as a victim, you can't believe that. And so you're going to have to, all these obstacles are going to be there all the time and all these doubters and all this self-doubt and all the people saying you should be careful and you should protect yourself and you should have a savings account and you have all these things. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But what if you're on the leading edge? And what if you have this calling to discover this power to have faith and trust that you're literally being guided, being guided every step of the way, literally every step of the way. But for the human perspective, you're like, oh no, I don't want that. Or, oh, that seems too challenging. Or, oh, what happens if, what happens if? So the perspective that you had is I've got to make sure I'm taken care of, protected. I got to have, make sure there's money in the bank. I got to sort of know what's going to come after this. Can I look at this from the higher perspective? Can I see my job is good? No, I can't. I understand that this part of my life is over. Let's move through this fear. Once you do, everything works out. The comfortableness, the idea of ease with not needing to know where you're being led is of great value. Because if you need to know where you're being led, you're going to make a mental construct, you're going to make a, an, an ideal, an outcome, and you're going to need that outcome to manifest. And if it looks like it's not manifesting, guess what you're going to do? You're going to choose a limited perspective. And that limited perspective is going to have a narrow range of choices compared to the higher perspective of, I have absolute faith that I'm being led exactly where I need to go for this journey of self-discovery. That's why I'm here. And I'm creating all of this all the time anyway. I'm creating all of it based on my perspective of myself. I perceive myself as good, highly limiting. Because you have to maintain that even when it's mm -hmm. not beneficial. I perceive myself as responsible. Oh, limiting because you're going to need to know how to get from here to there before it happens. So can you say that this experience then, and just this quick aftermath or outcome, is giving you some insight about who you truly are? Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. And I think too, Joshua, that the what came back at me was really, like I only had really one person which was my first manager who said, you know, are you, are you going to another company? And um, everybody else, I think because the word kind of traveled was that 
I was like literally just leaping into the unknown. And that actually felt better than leaping, than going towards something else, which ironically was one of the things that stopped me before was that I thought I had to have something to go to. And so I was like, oh, no, I'm not getting it right because I don't have anything to go to. So you can't just jump without having anything to go to. When I realized, no, I can let go of everything and trust, I felt so much safer. Well, Which your choice is, really, is, wow. is trusting that your inner self, that your guidance and support, your source itself, their perspective is going to be higher than yours, yes. no matter what. Their understanding of your journey, of what you came here to experience, of all your interests and passions, of what you truly want is greater than yours. If you try to figure this life out based in your limited perception of yourself and yourself is always a limited perception compared to your inner self's perception, you're going to have limited experiences of life. If you let them do the driving, so to speak, and have faith they know where they're going because they do, then you can just go with the flow of that. But the perspective you have to have is that you are taken care of in every moment. You are guided in every moment. You are loved in every moment. That you are feeling emotion every moment knows that you're inner self is with you because that emotion is your indication of your perspective and if you're having this emotion that you have now of faith of believing that you're being taken care of of not needing to know the next step of trust that feels differently than how it felt when you had to plan everything else yourself yeah excellent yeah thank you who's next i can go Susie. hi uh, I would like to have your point of view on allergies, seasonal allergies and other, all the, <laughs> all sorts of allergies. Excellent. Well, this is a touch, touchy subject because Gary has cat allergies and he does not want to let those go. He very much loves his cat allergies. It very much gives him an excuse not to go where their cats are. It very much lets him know that he's alive and that he's limited in this physical reality. But we're going to push past that and we're going to say that every single thing that makes up your reality is a contextual relationship to it. If you have a belief system that is a mental construct about what you think you are in relation to that thing. That mental construct could be powering, it could be limiting, it could be a bit of both. And this causes you to choose a perspective in certain things. It actually causes you without, if you're not thinking about it, you'll choose a perspective. Oh, I always get the same old seasonal allergies. It's due to the pollen blowing out of the trees in this time of year. And a certain number of people get this and I'm just one of those people. Based in a belief system about who you are. Is there anything about seasonal allergies that you enjoy? Maybe there is. Maybe it slows you down. Maybe it gives you time to think. Maybe you stay indoors for some reason. Whatever it is, there are benefits that you derive out of this. Maybe you get people to feel sorry for you when you're sniffling and sneezing. But underlying it all is this belief that you can be affected by anything outside of you. That inherently you can be affected. Well, this is simply not true. Now, do they come for a reason? Certainly. 
But the reason is more to show you about your perspective in the moment. Everything is really to show you about what you're thinking about yourself. It's all this feedback mechanism that's, that's trying to alert you to your current perspective. There are things happening in your body that are offering different ideas. And so seasonal allergies is showing you one thing about your resistant nature to nature, to the life you're living, to where you're living, that sort of thing. If it's a virus that Gary just had recently, that has to do with certain things he's holding onto that just are not true for him anymore. There's always a message when it comes to your body. What is the message? And so there's no need to ask anyone outside of you for this message because inside of you contains all the information. A lot of you are used to going to the doctor, explaining your symptoms, and having some medication for it. But that is bypassing the message. The message is always underlying there something. There's something about resistance that you're not dealing with on a, on a cognizant level. And so you're not paying attention to other manifestation events and you're not paying attention to your limiting beliefs. And so it comes to roost in the body because you can't really ignore the body. The habit is to ask us, ask a doctor, ask somebody else, Google it, WebMD it, and find some solution because you don't like the problem. Well, sure, if it's in the body, it's not comfortable. But we promise you that the symptoms are simply the notification of an underlying line of resistance or a underlying resistant or limited belief pattern. Somewhere along the way, you created this context with some part of your environment isn't safe and that you can not feel good all the time. And so why even try to feel good all the time? If you're feeling good, you're feeling good, and then boom, seasonal allergies or something else happens. Why can't you feel good all the time? Maybe no one feels good all the time. Maybe it's not appropriate to feel good all the time. Maybe there's other people who are feeling terrible and who are you to feel good in the presence of those people who are suffering. There's something in there, something maybe your parents taught you, something you adopted when you're young, whatever it is, there's some underlying limiting belief in there. Use the manifestation event form, write down this entire thing, and then channel the answer from your inner self. That form and all the forms are a way to start to connect to the wisdom of your inner self. Other people can't figure it out because they're looking at you through the lens of their perception of reality. You come to them with a problem, guess what they want to do? They want to provide some solution. Now's the time for all of you to start going within and letting your, the guidance from your inner self, guidance supporters, letting that support you as you move through these limited belief structures. As you're ascending in your awareness of who you are, there's going to be this, this trap-resistant aspects of yourself, these trap-limiting beliefs that you're not aware of. As you are ascending rapidly, they come to the forefront quickly. You may have back pain, you may have shoulder pain, you may have crick neck, you may get a flu, you may have a sore foot, whatever it is. Instead of reaching out to some other person to solve this problem because it's painful, or take some remedy, 
That's all fine. That's all good. If you're inspired to do that, that will come. That part of it will come. But underlying it all is some resistance. So look for the resistance first. And then think that your inner self can make you aware of it. If you are not too much stuck in that problem, if it's not too big for you, you can ask for guidance. And if you know someone else who can ask for you, who's open enough, they may offer some insights. So there can be inspiration coming from other people, but not when you put them in the problem with you. If you propose a problem that, you know what, there's something I'm resisting, and I notice that that resistance comes in the form of a symptom. The symptom is what would seem to be seasonal allergies, but what's really happening is I'm just sneezing a lot and my nose is running. I've done the manifestation event form. I've picked a few limiting beliefs. I've processed those limiting beliefs, and I'm not sure if I've got there yet, but I'm playing around with that. If anything comes to you, to your friend, I'm not trying to solve this problem. I just wondered if maybe you have any insight. Sometimes that friend who's not attached to the problem as much as you are can give you some insight as well. So this guidance generally is coming from inside, but sometimes you can't hear it. If you're really involved in the problem, you cannot hear your inner self. So sometimes your inner self can come through another person and that can be even more effective actually. Okay. Well, I, I did work on it several times in the past because I've been having those allergies since 20 years old. And I I did channel some answers. In some years, it was like almost not there. Then it came back. And that's kind of, but I, I thought I heard the um, few. Let's go to the, when you, to when you channeled the answer in the past, you found a little bit of resistance there and you were able to do some processing of that. So do you have an idea what that resistance was in the past? Well, what's curious about is the peak of it, it starts like at my father's birthday and seven days after it pretty much ends and that's my parents' anniversary uh, wedding. So like I, I looked out something in relationship with that and <laughs> it's just like every time I do channel or write about it, it always comes up like the same thing. So I'm just wondering why I'm not being able to get through it. So you were able to channel that it had something to do with your parents and there was some resistance there. And then how did you process that where in the past you said for a few years it basically went away? What did you find? Well, I find I didn't have to have a relationship like my parents. It could be different. Exactly. It, okay. So you had a mental construct about this relationship you were supposed to have with your parents. It wasn't that. And that every time, every year, from your father's birthday to their anniversary, you would have some seasonal allergy. And so you'd, you'd be having a symptom of some resistance. You altered that mental construct where a relationship with my parents could look differently than what I th thought it could. So you ease that resistance for a while. Now, what's your relationship with your parents like right now? My relationship with them or them together? When you had a mental construct before where you were said that you wanted to alter your mental construct of the relationship, were you talking about your relationship with them or their relationship together? Their relationship together. Okay. 
And so you softened that by saying what to yourself? Well, I could have something which is more meaningful, more um, harmonious. You were in resistance to how they treated each other. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. How did you change that in your own mental construct? Where before you were saying they treat each other terribly and then you softened that. Mm -hmm. So how did you, how did you soften it? What did you say to yourself? Well, I said that that was just something for me to understand that I don't, um, that's the way of doing things so I can learn that it doesn't have to be like that. Excellent. And were you married or not married at the time? I'm sorry? At the time, years ago, when you changed your construct about what it's like to be a married couple and you were having resistance Mm -hmm. at that time, back then, were you in a relationship? Were you married? No, I wasn't married. Okay. I was engaged, but I wasn't married. Great. So you could see that their relationship caused you to have a limiting belief about marriage in general. You didn't want your marriage to be like that. You didn't want to be treated like that. You didn't want to treat your husband like that. You didn't want that to happen. So it came up as this resistance, in this case, as seasonal allergies. Fast forward to now. What's their relationship like now? It's a bit better, (laughs) but I still not Yes. And what's your relationship with your spouse now? It's also better than it used to be before. And it seems to me like mine is better than their. Then what's the resistance? My God, that's what I'm trying to figure out. (laughs) If you're honest, you're looking at a future version of you, 25 years in the future, and you're not liking what you're seeing. That makes sense. And you're possibly perceiving that you're current relationship may turn into that. Yes, totally. Now, had you known what you know now, that you're the creator of your reality, that you're on a journey of self-discovery, that you could have, be, and do anything, that you can create any construct you want around or any perspective you want around your marriage. And you say to yourself, my parents' marriage is simply an example of what I do not prefer. This allows me the freedom to imagine a more loving, more accepting relationship. Notice that you're in this environment. You're paying attention to these teachings. Mm-hmm. So you get to play with this idea of what's possible. You get to choose a perspective. If you choose a perspective that it's just going to turn out like them, That's a limited perspective. From that perspective, you're going to get a narrow range of choices, decisions, and actions that are based in that limited perspective that will lead to exactly what you do not want. An unfolding marriage is a lot like your parents. If you then choose a higher perspective, I am the creator of this reality. I can express love into this relationship. I can express acceptance into it. I don't even have to be in this relationship. It doesn't even matter. I have all options available to me. If it's for my highest good and my journey of self-discovery, then so be it. We'll be married forever and we will work out an arrangement that is so radically different than any other older couple I've ever seen that I never have to worry about this ever again. It's going to be my experiment on what's possible if I choose a higher perspective. If I choose the highest perspective, if this relationship isn't serving me for my journey of self-discovery, that it doesn't need to be here anyway, and who knows who can come in? Anything is possible. 
Start choosing that perspective, and guess what? You can throw away your tissues because they will not be needed. It's always perspective. And with that, we are complete. Thank you so much. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, everyone. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks. Bye. Okay, so we're talking more about perspective. The perspective elicits the choices, options, actions that are available to you in any moment. It might seem like you have a great choice, but what's really happening here is that those choices, actions, and decisions are all based on the vibration of that perspective. Raise your perspective and new choices, options, and decisions become available to you. Every decision you've ever made in your life has been based on the perspective that you were holding at the time, so you really didn't have too much choice. You just took that action, and that action was perfect because it led you to where you are now. If you're listening to this, you're really on this journey of self-discovery. You are seeing through the illusion of physical reality. You're starting to awaken to more possibilities. And really, you want to discover who you are because that's where all your power exists at. Um, We have this course called the Ascension Experience. We're in the third week of a four-week course now, so there'll be another one coming up in a couple weeks. You can check that out on the website. But the Ascension Experience basically raises your perspective on all things in your life. And as you gain more clarity, as you go through these experiences, you start to get these um, empathic abilities, clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, all the clairs come with clarity. So check out that on the website. It's the Ascension Experience, and we'll be starting another one in a couple weeks here. If you have any questions about that, please give me a call. I'd be happy to talk to you about it, and that's always a lot of fun. Uh, In the meantime, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends and leave reviews, leave likes, all that stuff. We really appreciate all that. Leave a review. That's the best thing you can do. So until next time, have a wonderful week, and we'll see you later.